When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. And since the death of Prince, uh, we have been paying very close attention to how his estate has been handled. And we know about some auctions that are coming up of his um, clothing and some other personal effects. But there's another auction that we are all paying attention to now. The Prince Estate, it's called. It is an island, or it's a little key uh, that's part of Turks and Caicos, can be yours for probably not a low, low price. But when I saw that this story, that the Prince Estate in Turks and Caicos was uh, going up for auction, I thought, well, we need to know more. And we're very uh, happy to have joining us today, Todd Wool. He's a partner at Premier Estates, and he's the guy responsible for telling us all the things we need to know about the Prince Estate. Hi, Todd. Thanks for joining us. Hi, how are you today? Wonderful. We, um, you know, I mean, everybody who doesn't want to have their own private island, this must be a fun um, project to be a part of. Well, we're we're uh, very excited here at Premier States Auction Company to be part of the uh, sale of the, you know, Prince's famous uh, estate in the Turks and Caicos Island. Uh, it's um, been his since uh, approximately 2010. And it is absolutely spectacular. Uh, it's not only on the probably the most um, well-known, well-to-do part of the island, but he has essentially his own uh, his own jetty in in the sense that the island is uh, his house uh, is surrounded by water on three yes. sides. It is uh, as I've probably seen on the internet and all the photos. It it is absolutely spectacular. It's breathtaking. It, it is. Uh, the water is crystal blue, clear. Uh, the skies are always blue. Uh, it is, it's such an elegant home. And uh, over the years, Prince uh, made his own, uh, his own uh, good touch on the estate. He uh, made some updates and upgrades. And I think everybody's uh, always been asking us, well, what did Prince do? And uh, to make the home princes, and uh, he had the driveway, which is a very private, long, winding driveway, um, uh, colored purple. Of course, uh, his favorite color. Perfect for Prince. That's right. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, his, his song, his favorite song, and I think the song that everybody in the world uh, is familiar with, Purple Rain, and um, that made the home stand out, of course, for himself and for all the islanders. So, uh, 
if any of your listeners are flying over in a helicopter or driving by, they'll see that uh, purple driveway. Yeah. Can you give us the stats of the house? You know, like the, you know, like uh, the square footage. How many, bedrooms, how how many bedrooms? Yeah, all that stuff. Uh, yeah, it's it's a interesting property in that um, when Prince acquired the house, he also acquired a piece of land next to the house which shows that long, long point or that long, um, uh, if you want to call it peninsula, mm-hmm. uh, to, uh, to the one end of the house. And he, um, he uh, was very excited in having that, which gave the house um, all the privacy and the serenity that he really wanted because he wanted to use that house as his place of, of uh, quiet, but also something that allowed him to just be him without you know all the all the world around him like he was so used to the house is approximately 10,000 square feet mm. and it's got um it's got uh six bedrooms six and a half bathrooms um it's got a number of gazebos uh right on the on the shore uh, again it's his own private beachfront beautiful tennis court mm. um home is is very traditional in, in its nature. It's 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 Caribbean, um, but it's 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 a it's a little formal. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's it's um, very functional and one that would appeal truly to any buyer today, which is uh, which is uh, you know exciting for us because that allows you know truly anybody to say, "Wow, I love this home." You know. Todd, if uh, if you guys are just joining us, by the way, we're talking to Todd Wall. He's from Premier Estates. They're responsible for this auction of the Prince Estate in Turks and Caicos. That's coming up in, if I remember correctly, July. If you could sort of like like this, uh, something like this doesn't come up every day. And and you know, I'm sure there are so many incredible stories. There's a lot of character. There's a lot of history that uh, comes with selling a property like this. How? Um, how do you prepare for something like this? And how does somebody like who is who are the people that that you suspect will actually be bidding on a property like this come July? Well, I'll start with the last question first. Um, you know, this is this is a multi multi million dollar home, um, and you know the buyers for this kind of home uh, most likely are going to live in in the U.S., in the eastern part of the United States, um, in the Midwestern, northern part, Chicago, Minneapolis, Cleveland, uh, up into Boston, or they could easily be in Europe, Switzerland, um, England. And so these are going to be people that have a use of, a, you know, of their own of a jet, whether it's their own or it's a corporate jet, and they fly in, uh, you know, based on, you know, based on their own time frame and hang out for a week or two or three, many times of the year. Mm-hmm. So these are going to be people that have, you know, a net worth probably well over $60 million. Wow. Um, you know, it, it, it could be quite a bit more. And as you can imagine, having a home like this, it may not just be their only vacation home. Mm-hmm. They may have a, a home in Aspen to go skiing or, or Vermont or, you know, have a, have a, um, you know, home in, in Europe. Uh, so the buyer is going to be very, could be very diverse uh, ge- geographically in the, in, the, in the country. And, um, you know, who they are, whether they're another, whether they're another celebrity or they're, 
you know, uh, a, you know, a, a titan in industry, a CEO of a company. Uh, you know, we never know. That's the beauty of an auction. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's it's the beauty of an auction, Colleen and Bradley. So it's uh, uh, that's what makes it exciting. Yeah. Auctioning real estate is our expertise, and we've always we've always found that you know ultimately the buyers, uh, you know, they find out about a property we're auctioning. Like in this case, you know, the buyer for this property could be anywhere in the world, and oh. you know who they are will be exciting for us to find out. That's yeah. so cool. Todd, one real quick last question. Um, because sure. I imagine, I've always maintained when we talk about, you know, a home on an island like this, I've always said you'd have to have like a whole staff, really, to take care of it. Um, does, does do, like with the purchase, would a person then also have to hire the people or does that kind of stuff come with the purchase of the home? And is it furnished? So uh, the home is not furnished. Um, and, you know, having, having a staff for a home like this, as big as it is, of course, being over 10,000 square feet and, you know, the grounds, acres and acres of beautiful, uh, island, uh, property, I think that the, the maintaining of the home mostly is, is the staff for landscaping and, and, and gardening. Mm-hmm. Uh, the home itself, yes, there'd probably be full-time at least a full-time uh, gardener and a full-time um, uh, person that, that maintains the home throughout the year or so, you know, really at the ready, just like uh, for Prince, you know, mm-hmm. when he decided to fly down there, the home has food, it's stocked, it's ready for him to enjoy, and the same for any other buyer. So I would think a staff of two or three would make, uh, for a home like this, make the most sense. Yeah, full year round. That's amazing. Well, had we the yeah. uh, $100,000 required to even think about placing a yes. bid, we'd be all about a time. <laughs> yes. And Todd, thank you for taking time out of your day to tell us all about this uh, amazing property that used to belong to Prince. And, and Well, I appreciate the time, and I look forward to... Uh, from anybody who's interested in the house. Well, yeah. and best of luck on the auction. Thank you so much, Todd. Have a great day. Thank you. Well, uh, if you are thinking about putting a bid down on the Prince Estate, on the beautiful Turks and Caicos, please let us know and invite us down regularly. <laughs> I mean, I'll be the staff. I'm yeah. fine with that. I will cut some grass. Sure. I mean, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll do the grocery shopping, get the place stocked up for you. Shoot. I'll, yeah. Yeah, I'll do a Costco run, whatever you need. It's cool. <laughs> when we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, you may have heard Donna and Steve are on a juice cleanse. Uh, and we've had to really step up our efforts to try to save them from this cult of their own creation. Mm-hmm. Uh, save them from themselves, But if you will. we've had help. We've had help even without asking. Something happened during their show with a food delivery. We want to share that with you. And we're going to tell you what that food delivery did to us. And we're not even on a juice cleanse after this on My Talk 107. All right. So we've been trying to save our friends Donna and Steve from Donna and Steve's... From themselves. of happiness uh, from themselves from a cult of their own creation they've decided to go on a juice cleanse for reasons that are completely unclear to us on the colleen and bradley show on my talk 1071 streaming live at mytalk 1071.com everything entertainment colleen lindstrom bradley trainer so you are going to play some audio uh of some friends of ours on the radio who realized that um, just as we did, we really need to put a stop to this cleanse business, the Mm -hmm. cult business. 
And they tempted them in a way which is pretty awesome. And we'll get to that in just a moment. But I also just wanted to say, can we just have a moment where we remind people why it is that we think a cleanse is a bad idea? Well, because it's a bad, it's not good for you. Yeah, it's not good for you. (laughs) Let me just, I'll be more specific. Thank you. Nothing is real and everyone smokes. I'll be more specific in saying, um, Dr. Oz was the proponent of the cleanse Mm -hmm. before he was uh, opposed to the cleanse. Mm -hmm. So we played some audio last week of Dr. Oz talking about how dangerous juice rexia is. That's where people become obsessed with juicing. Um, Although Dr. Oz is also the same person who advised uh, Donna and Steve to go on this juice cleanse and gave them a shopping list, Mm -hmm. which, by the way, is just it's so cockamamie. You can go to the store and buy like three things of juice and Mm -hmm. you're done. Right. Mm -hmm. Like it's the same anyway. um, But it's bad because it it plays with your your metabolism Mm -hmm. and um, in a way that can be really unhealthy long term. So right at the beginning, you're really just losing water weight. And then beyond that, you start to lose muscular. Yeah. Before you lose any fat, you're going to lose muscle. Muscle is going to go first. Mm -hmm. And then once you do lose the weight, you're just shrinking your fat cells and they're going to go right back. up. They're going to boing right back to, you know, plumpiness Mm -hmm. after you uh, come to your senses. Yes. So as you alluded to, Bradley, we are not the only friends of this show who have tried to get in the middle of this and stop our friends from doing something terrible for themselves. Listen to this. And then, during the dirt alert, if you heard Donna get startled, it was because they just, they busted in with, I mean, like a cheeseburger to end all cheeseburgers. Oh my God, it's beautiful. A pile of onion rings. I think I just see ranch dressing. Uh, um, and there, we've got a, a special messenger who is delivering a message with this food. Or Can we say your name? You can. We have Colin Matheson here, husband of Jason Matheson. I know that guy. Listen, <laughs> and Colin was just, he was over at uh, Twin Cities Live working on a segment the other day. We got to officially like meet each other as, oh, you're Colin. I'm so great. It was wonderful. I invited Colin to join the Juice Cleanse. He turned me down, <laughs> which is his right. Uh, but now I'm surprised to see you here today. What's going on? I know. Well, you know, my husband is on uh, the fatty food free for all. So he is <laughs> boycotting your juice cleanse. <gasps> yeah. I know. He started in Switzerland. He said he was Switzerland. I know, but then they went to this. What is it? Fatty free, free fatty for all? Fatty food free for all. Fatty food free for all. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So here's the letter that I got from him to read to you. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Dear Do-Re-Me Valentine and Edelweiss Patterson, <laughs> on behalf of your colleagues, Jason, Alexis, and Don, I, Colin Matheson, present to you the Big Red from Red Cow. Oh, Oh, shoot, man. man. Red Red Cow's bomb. Yeah, this is their burger of the month, so it's their take on a Big Mac. It's gorgeous. See, Donna, when you thought you felt shades of Big Mac there, you're right. I can see it. But it's way better. Oh, it looks better. Your morning show friends, hope this helps on your quest for healthy living and truly living your best life. Wow. Love, Jason, (laughs) Alexis, and Don. Well, you can bring This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Them a message back. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Easy, Donna. <laughs> what are you going to say? All I was going to say is, oh, Have you Dear the- Jason, Alexis, and Dawn, payback's a bitch. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Sincerely. Oh, wow. Evil. Donna, Steve. Now, Donna, See, here's right. what I would suggest. Oh, See, everybody wow. thinks Donna's like, oh, I'm just going along for the ride. It's Steve, who's the real cult leader. Don- or Donna is kind of kind of maniacal that way. Yeah, and this was her idea in the first place. But can I just say this? You guys, that food legit came into the oh, studio. Oof. It was a gigantic oof. burger, and it was there was a side. Some sweet berry white love to that burger. A side of these onion rings that were as big as your and head. They're the best kind of onion rings because they're the kind of onion rings that are battered. They're not like that weird like cracker. No, this was thing. the real deal. If you ever ate Porky's onion rings, this was about as close to that as I can even imagine. Okay, so here's the deal, you guys. That was all brought here to break them down. Well, they brought it out of the studio and they put it in our in our uh, prep room. Let me. Can I just say we were like little birds. Uh, birds. No, we were like big, we fat, were like big fat birds. <laughs> to, to fat Marinosaurus Rex. It was insane. We yeah. vultured. It we broke us. It. I'm ah, not even on any ah. kind of juice cleanse, but we we were like face first. We were into on a these grease plates. cleanse. It was so good. Oh, it's oh, going to so cleanse The something. ranch? I need to go by there and be like, hey, I'm just here to pick up a cup of ranch. It's Their ranch dip is... I like was Unreal. dipping the because I didn't want another I didn't want another onion ring so I was dipping the dill pickle into the ranch which Are by the way serious? is an amazing combo FYI. well sure of course it a is sour a little you know ranchy ranchy <laughs> what even is ranch I don't know but anyway <laughs> so anyway it ended up breaking us and we didn't even need to be broken I was Oof. fine with it though. I was totally fine with it. Um, I brought one of my onion rings into the studio and ate it. In front of them so they could see what they were really missing. Just to recap, so far mm-hmm. today, we've blown our diets yes. out of the water. Trying to blow their <laughs> diets. Okay, so we'll show them. Come on, tomorrow we gotta we gotta step it up. We're gonna step it up. We will. We'll step it up tomorrow. Don't worry about it. Now, when we come back, we've got some crazy stupid idiots for you. And if you're anywhere near Facebook, we're gonna do a little Facebook live Yay. experience in the break. I'm we'll- not wearing pants. Oh wow. Awkward. Dumb people doing dumb things. We tell you about them every day on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. We call those people crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in Florida. Florida. That's where we're going, baby. Mm, Come on, let's go. Hey, can you you ask me in a non-creepy way? I want to tell you about Santa. He was busted with 90 pounds of panties. What? Ish. (laughs) Santa panties. Is that what's in his sack? 
Well, <laughs> I'm going to avoid yep, an obvious you. landmine in that Moving statement. Right along. So a man known in his trailer park as Santa Claus has been convicted of breaking into a neighbor's home. More like Panty Claus. <laughs> Panty Claus. <laughs> Holly was amused by that, so there's one. Um, anyway, no, he broke into a neighbor's home to leave her notes. And uh, he also left her some panties that he thought maybe she'd want to wear. Creepy. The, <laughs> the guy was arrested. Uh, Santa, by the way, uh, when he's not doing his thing, is known as the Citro Lee Sanchez. Okay? Mm-hmm. They did serve a warrant on his trailer in Callaway, where they found about 90 pounds of underwear. I mean, that's a lot of underwear. I would just like you to sit with this. How much does one pair of panties weigh? I mean, I have an SAT question. I know, right? I have not Santa actually had 90 pounds of underwear. You know, if I'm weighing myself and I'm wearing underwear, I would say at least 20 pounds. What? I'm just saying, you know how you do that oh, when you yes, are weighing like, yourself. I gotta like, take oh, my yeah. underwear off because this is clearly totally 20 pounds. added twenty pounds. So no, an, but not definitely not even a pound. I would imagine. I, I would say not even a half a pound, Mm-mm. right? Maybe a quarter pound. No, less than that. It's gotta be like. I mean, ounce. if I'm holding a McDonald's quarter pounder in one hand in a and a pair of panties no, in the other, it's way lighter. Because the point I'm making is. That is a lot of pairs of underwear. Yes. 90 pounds? Yeah. If you said to me nine pounds, I'd be like, wow. And also, how do you get 90 pounds of underwear in a trailer? <laughs> Not, I didn't know that we were going to have riddles today. It's I a, don't know. It's a math problem. Anyway, uh, the prosecutor told the jury that he... Uh, he was really gross. Mm-hmm. Um, he sent numerous notes and pieces of panties in ladies' cars, front porch, inside her home, on uh, one woman's bed. Within each note, it's mm. kind of like one of them Dove chocolates. Within each note was a subtle message <laughs> that the stranger was watching her and waiting for the day he could see her in the underwear he'd picked for her. Ick. Ick. Um, Wait, he was doing this to more than one lady. There yeah. were many ladies. He mostly, was mostly this one lady but, doing these panty drops. But he or, was, uh, yeah, it was like a reverse panty raid. Mm-hmm. Panty drops, mm-hmm. he says. Uh, <laughs> panty claws. <laughs> anyway, um, I, I, he he has a lot of issues. He does, and I just want you to know that. Um, He's creepy looking, just like, could you open it so you can I look did at already, Claus? I did. Can I just ask you a question? So sure. in his trailer park, the guy who was um, stealing ladies' panties mm-hmm. and then repurposing them, repurposing, repurposing them as a gift, mm-hmm. along with creepy stalker notes, um, <clears throat> they called him Santa Claus. Does he look like Santa Claus to you? I mean, apart from the white bushy hair and the white bushy beard, like I feel like you could have come up. With I wouldn't a better, sit on his lap. Is uh, all I'm saying. <laughs> well, uh, I I think you, they could have come up with a better nickname for him instead of Santa Claus at that particular trailer park. Mm-hmm. Is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like maybe I don't know Mountain Joe <laughs> or Grizzly Adams or Where's the Shower. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I would totally have picked that one. <laughs> Anyway, panty claws, 90 pounds. Can you imagine? I just want you to sit with the idea that you're the cop that's like, I'm executing a search warrant. Oh, my God. 
90 pounds of panties. Yeah. Yikes. Uh, for this next story, we have to go to a 7-Eleven in Colorado. Okay. 26-year-old Angelique Sanchez from Aurora, Colorado. Um, she had a job interview down the road from this particular 7-Eleven. Mm-hmm. And for that job interview, she was asked to submit uh, a bodily fluid so they could test her for drugs. What? Oh, oh, okay. So they're, they're going to do a P, P test. test, right? Well, she knew. She was like, I am going to fail. Okay. I'm going to fail miserably. So she had uh, somebody who was clean donate their um, PP to the cause. Um, but she realized she was smart enough to realize on her way to the uh, to the appointment mm-hmm. to her interview that they would be suspicious if she served up that fluid cold or even just room temperature. So she stopped at the Seven Eleven because you know they got microwaves <laughs> oh, there. What? I'm dead no! serious. And oh, thank she heaven! She popped that in the microwave and um, she popped the pee into the microwave. the pee into the microwave. <laughs> And I, oh have you God. ever, like, if you are ever doing, if you're ever, like, heating up. Now, she was also accounting for the time it would take to get to the Oh, so she wanted to so make it a little hotter. Like, hot, so then it would, like, cool down to still body oh, temperature. That's some, like, that's some thinking. She was thinking, right? Yeah. I mean, maybe she deserves some kind of job. Yeah. This is, I mean, this is somebody who's. I mean, maybe you could have just stuck it in your, your crotchal region while you're driving on the way there, and it would have warmed it right up. I don't know, but what ended up happening is, have you ever tried to boil water in a microwave or have you ever like put like a fluid in the microwave and accidentally done way too long, walked away, yeah. you come back, what happens? Oh no. It's it exploded didn't. all over the place. No, she exploded the yes. pee at the 7-Eleven. And she ran. She was like, oh no, I gotta go. She ran. Okay. Um, The 7-Eleven clerk found the, the, the liquid uh, dripping from the oh, microwave. Don't I'm sorry. That's what happened. Oh. I have to share the truth. Okay. Uh, do you? I guess. Uh, and realized pretty quickly what it was and called the cops. They were able to track. Oh God. I bet that's stunk. Angelique down at her job interview, which was down the street from the Seven Eleven. Oh, I hope they didn't eat asparagus that day. Oh gosh. She's facing one count of damaging property. Good. Uh, and now she's probably not going to get the job. Well, yeah, that was probably the first thing to go. No, actually, the, <laughs> the first thing to go. She really was, the was person who she got the pee from. That I mean, that is one. That is one crazy peepa trader. <laughs> Don't you, though, give her like some credit for all the thoughts no! you put into that? No, again, stick it in your crotch. Get it nice and warm. You don't. <laughs> Can we just isolate that? Don't. Uh, you don't put PP in a microwave and also, is it? did it explode because it was in like a covered container? Okay, good question. Here's what I know. Like, and what was the timing on um, that? Okay. Because, like, so, you can really, I mean, like a, a Krispy Kreme donut, 10 seconds, man. Okay, so here's what I know. I don't know what the container was for the microwave experience. However, here's what I do know. Um, when they, when she accidentally put too many seconds on the timer and the, whatever container exploded 
the clerk told police she, quote, heard a loud bang. Oh, God. After Ms. Sanchez placed the liquid into the microwave. So something tells me that something about that container wasn't microwave safe because it wasn't that she put it wasn't that like because that would take like two and a half liquid boils at like two and a half minutes in the microwave. Yeah, I don't know what P maybe P is a quicker boil. boiling point. I mean, who yeah. knows? But it was the, the clerk said it was only a few seconds. Uh, and then the clerk said that Ms. Sanchez looked at the microwave and then turned around and walked out the door. Oh, my God. All right. Ooh. That is disgusting. Yep. Gross. <sighs> okay. Hey, if you were arrested for driving drunk once, what is the dumbest thing you could possibly do? Drink and drive again? Ding, 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 ding. Ugh. Well, that, my friends, is a tale... Uh, that needs to be told. And this particular tale occurred in Franklin, Indiana. Franklin, Indiana, Franklin, Indiana, Franklin, Indiana. Okay, where a guy who'd been arrested once for driving drunk was arrested again on Saturday for the same reason. That is not crazy, stupid, idiot worthy. No. I mean, sadly, it's not no, for our it standards. Way too often. Yeah. It's uh, something else about the story. And if I tell you, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. If I said, what is the thing that makes a drunk driving story even crazier than it already could possibly be? When they're not (laughs) driving a car. Ding, ding, ding. Uh, This gentleman in particular named Barry K. Ridge was driving a lawnmower. Mm. Uh, anything with wheels and a motor, you guys. Yeah. Haven't we been through this? Now, the way they figured this out, because like, if you're in your backyard and you're driving drunk mm-hmm. on your lawnmower, I mean, just don't run anybody over, please. But, you know, you're at your house. How's anybody going to know? Well, this is crazy, stupid idiot town, right? So he was on a lawnmower and mm. he decided that he was going to mow his neighbor's lawn. Uh, and actually, it wasn't even his neighbor whose lawn he was going to mow. It was a random guy in the neighborhood. So can you imagine you walk out of your house and all of a sudden you're like, ah, uh, excuse me, please. And a drunk guy is doing circles on your oh, front lawn. No. And he was just yelling, I'm just cutting your lawn. Oh and they're like, uh, please don't. So oh they called. They called the cops. The cops came. They identified uh, him by his driver's license. And uh, his eyes appeared glassy. He had had three beers only. Lies. Lies. Uh, he's already on an owie arrest from 2018. That's what they call him in Indiana, owies. Really? You have d- uh, deweys and deweys and owies <laughs> operating while intoxicated. <laughs> I mean, it just sounds so like... It doesn't sound as serious as it is. Oh, it's a little owie. Yeah. Nope. No, not funny. No, no not funny, no. sir. Go put your pee in the microwave. <laughs> he probably at would. At least it was pee. Well, yes, at least. Do you ever but, wonder? Oh, okay. Never okay. Mind. Well, no, I was going to say this about the last story where a woman tried to microwave uh, her, her somebody else's pee-pee so she could pass a drug test. Um, I want you to think about that the next time you are using a common microwave. Oh, God. The Just thought of microwaving anything at a 7-Eleven makes me want Ugh. to uh, vomitski. 
When we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, we every day issue a daily snap judgment. This is a this or that question. We ask it on the My Talk 1071 Facebook page, and then we ask you to answer it, and then we judge you for your answers. We are going to do that after this. What was the question we asked today, Bradley? Prime rib or leg of lamb? Oh, delicious. Two delicious succulent meats. We will talk about that after this on My Talk 107. Every day on the Colleen and Bradley Show, we ask you a this or that question on the My Talk 1071 Facebook page. We call it the Daily Snap Judgment. And uh, today on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen, Bradley, what, Bradley, is. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. That question we asked. Primo Ribsky or Lego of Lemsky? Okay, what? I'm sorry, what Prime language was leg of lamb. Okay, so that's the question we asked you, and we like to read through your answers and then judge you for the terrible answers that you offer us sometimes. Uh, and here is what the listeners had to say. Victoria said, prime rib with horseradish cream sauce. Mm. Mm. I love horseradish. Do you hear that, Donna and Steve? Doesn't that sound delicious? Mm, Wouldn't you like to put nice that in your mouth? and Crispy. Outsides with a tender, juicy insides. Mm. We, of course, are trying to break Donna and Steve from their terrible idea of a juice cleanse that they are embarking on. We are on day one. We'll see if they make it to day two. Uh, Lester said, prime rib, hands down. Lester? I don't even know her. Cute. Colleen said, you neither. Can I have one of those donuts Stephen Stephen Donna wouldn't eat? Yeah, for sure. But they're probably already gone. Sorry. Michael said, whichever is more antithesis to a juice cleanse. Yeah, that too. And John said, prime rib au jus with twice baked potatoes. I love au jus. So good. Mm. Hey, look who's here. Give it up for Donnie. Hello, Donnie. Oh, hey, Donnie. How you doing, Donnie? Donnie's pretty good. I'm trying to have a conversation with you, Donnie. You interrogate Donnie. Who is Donnie? Hey, hey. babe. Hey, babe. The word, hey. Is an, an, the word is antithesis, babe. Chunk. Antithesis. Yes. Yeah. Thanks, Donnie. I know you were just, Thanks, you were just fooling around with mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think that the juice cleanse is going straight to my head. Oh, wait. <laughs> I'm not on a juice cleanse. Good for you. Thank you. you know, who's, who thinks that's a good idea? Those people are just... Donna and Steve think it's a good idea. Yeah, well... Did you hear what we tried to do today, Donnie? Uh, I saw several food items yeah. being waved under their noses. There were attempts. Uh, yeah. The first attempt was on our part. Yeah. Bradley and I brought them delicious donuts from mm. Mellow Glaze Bakery. Oh, oh, One was this chocolate eclair. I'm not even kidding you. It was the size of your head. I saw that. It looked delicious. Oh my god! It no, was really good. They didn't. Yeah. But you know what? I, no, we didn't, didn't break them all the way. But I saw. I saw weakness. Ah, uh, they were wavering, were they? Yes, mm. I saw weakness in their eyes. And then <laughs> it's only a matter of time. I mean, they're gonna. <laughs> they're, oh. they're gonna lose it. Okay. Yeah. Well, then Colin. Courtesy Colin Matheson, courtesy of Jason Matheson from our morning show, 
brought them a gigantic burger and uh, onion rings from Red Cow. Yeah. Delicious. It was a double burger, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. It was so good. They did not cave. Mm. I still think I saw weakness. Uh, now, can I have, a, I have a question? Yes, and then well, I have to tell you something. Okay, but how do we know what they're doing when they're not here? Are this we taking point. them at their word? This is a good point. We're going to have to figure out how to surveillance these liar, two. Liar, liar, pants on fire. Well, to that end, Donnie, <laughs> I have to tell you what's about to happen okay. in a few mm, minutes. Okay. At some point during Twin Cities Live, Steve's television, television show on 5 Eyewitness News, you will see Paula Dean making food oh boy. alongside mm. Elizabeth Reese and Steve Patterson. How do you think that's going to go, Donnie? Let's play this tape all the way through. Well, I think Paula would be insulted if he doesn't try some of her delicious meals. Yes. Also, Paula is a feeder. A feeder? She's a feeder. She likes to feed people. Right. As somebody who has lived in the South and has family from the South, I will tell you that food is love. Oh, yeah. And so that if you I mean, I'm from the North, and I've been thinking that since birth. It's true. (laughs) Is he going to say to Paula Dean, I'm on a juice cleanse on TV? Steve, here's a piece of pecan pie. <laughs> I want you to put this in your mouth. No, I'm on a Paula juice Dean. cleanse. And then she's going to... I can't s- believe he's going to say that. He's going to say no, and she'll be like, but Steve, <laughs> this is my family's recipe. I'll just eat it. Come on, now. He's going to eat it. Come on, now. Well, so I want to stick a everybody to see. <laughs> what <was> that? <laughs> Do that again, Holly. I want to hear the Holly's Paula Dean. <laughs> Just one little stick of butter. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but it's delightful. I, I like it. Uh, <laughs> I, I just think that if you really want to see Steve crumble, it's going to happen at some point between 3 and 4.30 on Channel 5. And there'll yeah. be video proof. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, and I am yeah. going to revel in oh, it. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying. Yep. Because, listen, we're trying to save them from themselves. I they know. formed this cult. They're very proud about the hundred or so people that they've gotten on board to do this juice cleanse. 100 people, by the way, who are going to be damaged by it. Because what do we know about juice cleanses, you guys? Uh, refresh my memory. Fake science. Well, you lose water weight first. Yes, you lose water weight, then you lose muscle, and then you lose fat, or at least your fat cells shrank, and they're going to come right back the moment you uh, stop doing the cleanse. It's bogus science. It is. It's fake science, fake news. Dr. Oz is the person who came up with this cleanse, and Dr. Oz Oz himself has said juice cleanses are no good. So whatever it is they're trying to accomplish with this, it's not going to accomplish anything positive. Also, I'm concerned about their bathroom. It's just a publicity stunt. Oh, for sure. That's, That's all, all it is. is. You're all right. Is. That's all it is. Yeah. Donna did look, I mean, she really did look like she was struggling, actually, when she left. Did she not, Bradley? Oh, for sure. She's like, it's actually a lot harder than I thought. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then she fainted. <laughs> and I was oh, like, yeah, oh, this is terrible. Yeah. No, she didn't faint. Like but we had to carry her. Yeah. Yeah. And then we She's hooked her up. We hooked her right up now. to a, a, you know, an IV. <laughs> what did you say? She's at White Castle She's right now? She's at home. Eating a bunch of sliders uh, as I we speak. I bet she is. I bet she is. You're right, though. Don't you think, you know, she's, they're going home and they're eating oh, real please, food. please, come on. This is all an act, right? Completely. Okay. <laughs> That's my new conspiracy theory. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we'll be gone. <laughs> oh, my God. That was kind of sad. I know. Lori and but Julia, you know, though, are coming is, up next. Lori and Julia will be here, and they're fun. And then tomorrow, we'll be back. <laughs> Look and how that works. And we've got more, by the way. 
we've got more tricks up our sleeve. Oh, we do. You want to be listened, Barb. Yeah, we're going to be trying to break down and Steve again tomorrow on My Talk 1071. Thanks for hanging with us today. Bye. My Talk 1071. Everything. We have to go back.